The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. Him. That sounds very queeny. Very queeny. Oh, it's like a a uh, Monty Python thing. <laughs> it's, right. it's only worked if you've seen the live Monty Python oh. thing, and it's okay if you haven't. Hello, puppy. Doll. I have seen the live Monty Python. Have you? Yeah. I got very excited by it because I'm a. What you saw it live? No, not live, live. I saw it. Right. At Luna. How old are you? Really old. <laughs> <laughs> they did the live thing a couple of years ago. Yeah, at Luna they did it. Um, like you know, one of those live live telecast things. Oh yeah, right, in brackets. Yeah. It was very enjoyable, and then I bought it. Hello. I, I do <laughs> have a got thing a about Monty Python. It's like bring I, a friend podcast day. There's something fancy about yeah. having a chihuahua and drinking champagne. Like, <laughs> does it not feel fancy to you? I have yeah. my guest handbag behind you yeah. if you wish to empty it and put the chihuahua in yeah. the guest handbag. <laughs> I, I only Immortalized bought it because it was on sale, time. of course. Um, right. So, cheers. Cheers to Chinese. Cheers to Chinese. Cheers. That wasn't a bad little nosh in between recordings. Mm. Oh, no, I meant Chinese people. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like Chinese people too. They're well, they've cool. got the whole wall of China business. Well, actually, it's, it's not the, the... And they've got Disney. Oh, yeah. no, you've they, set them off again. They need to make sure... They need to change that because when you say Great Wall of China, you kind of think there's this massive wall that covers the whole, you know, China, like splitting it in half. Like, mm. that, that's the thing. But it's actually like several walls built during several different dynasties with massive gaps in between them. Yeah, if I wanted a Lies. history podcast, I'd be listening to Lies. a history podcast. Oh, burn. <laughs> yeah, so it's on my to-do bit. list, my bucket list. Yeah. Um, so... Welcome who are you? to Tangent what City. What are you doing? What are you, what are you, who are you? I know, I'm getting talked over the fucking top off. <laughs> <laughs> no more champagne for you, my friend. Sorry. Oh, Lewis, you do the honours. Okay. No, no, you do the honours. No. No, it's a serious. The moment's you do lost. The I'll do the honours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You oh, are listening. Dude, language. Sorry. Shall we? <laughs> Thanks, Cap. You're listening to Tangent City. I'm Cecilia. I'm joined by, you can all say your own name so people know. <laughs> Catherine. Lewis. Rachel. And should I be calling you Catherine? I don't know. Catherine. Because I normally call you Cat. Yeah, Cat's oh. good. Yeah. Yeah. I just hate it when people do, that don't know me call me cat. It's a bit weird. Oh, see, everyone calls me Rach, even if they've only just met me. It's a very Australian thing, I think. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is the. Uh, <laughs> just to cut you off. Moving we're on. We're on a time you? limit. Oh, sorry. We're on a time limit. Um, this is the sister podcast to uh, Unscripted, the film show, uh, Diz Down Under, all those awesome other ones that we've got, which you can find on iTunes. I believe we're on Stitcher. Yeah. So we're on a lot of little places, um, and obviously the gentlemen of pop culture. So if you want to hear more of us uh, talking about, obviously unscripted is a, a cleaner version. Uh, Diz Down Under is uh, all about Disney, and uh, Tangent clean. City yeah. is yes, it's also clean. And Tangent City is one where we we start out uh, talking about something, and who knows we where say we fuck go. a lot. <laughs> we say fuck a lot. We don't actually say fuck a lot. No, we don't. Except I just for now. Said fuck a lot. <laughs> um, so I just knows? always say that because it reminds me of Jean Gar- Janine Garofalo. I've said it before in Romy and Michelle. I love uh, Romy and Michelle. It's like we had a baby, but she smokes and says fuck a lot. I love that <laughs> film. But uh, today's show, we're going to be talking about. Uh, 
director well, and actress and producer Jodie Foster. And just all around awesome chickadee. Um, and I suppose in light of International Women's Day, it's a good topic. Um, yeah, although by the that time, was weeks ago. Although the t- by the time the podcast comes out, it may have been weeks ago. But um, <laughs> Jodie Foster, um, interesting choice. Uh, well, it was a choice that was really hard because Rachel and I had been talking about trying to talk about like you know a, a person's body of work, yeah. And Steven Spielberg was obviously on the list, and we're like, who should we put up as our first female? Yeah, let's honor the ladies. Yeah, mm. and um, Jodie Foster came to mind, but we really searched, and it really highlights some of the problems. Um, you know, that over the years in Hollywood, I know it's changing now, but trying to find women who are the equivalent of Steven Spielberg mm. just ain't there because they haven't been in those like director producer kind of roles for as long as he has they haven't had no, you've got scorsese and yeah that's it I that's mean, like if i said Catherine bigelow yeah could you name her films uh we could name two of them Hurt Locker, Locker and um zero dark 30 yeah, yeah. but both Os- uh, oscar winning Hurt Locker was Oscar winning. Um, yeah. Zero Dark Thirty, I think, was nominated. But, okay. again, if you say to people those kind of names, people don't recognise no. them as much as they would Spielberg. So exactly. It, yeah. I, Hopefully things are changing. Yeah. I mean, you've got people like Sofia Coppola who I think had a bit of an advantage in terms of coming from a family and obviously being able to say, well, if my dad can do it, surely I can do it. And she's so- done some amazing work. I think of Jodie Foster like <laughs> – you know, you we're swapping headphones. I've watched because- the cord. I think it's looped under the other one. Okay. Well, I, I had to do it because I felt like I I was so hot and sweaty during the last one that I would hate for Cecilia to have Rachel sweat on her ears. I didn't even realise we had opposite headphones, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing. They don't smell. <laughs> no, they don't. And hopefully they were enjoyable to wear. Um, but... You know, I think about when I think about Jodie Foster, I think of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I don't necessarily think of her directing jobs, but she has had them. She's had a lot of them. And when Kat and I were looking at them, we realized she's actually done a lot of TV work. She's done Black Mirror, she's done um, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. And so. And House of Cards as well. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And um, an anthology series um, back in the day as well. Um, one episode of something called. Uh, anyway, it'll come She's back to me. She's a quiet achiever. She's a quiet achiever in, in the realm of, I think, both acting and mm. directing. Oh, Tales from the Dark Side. Yes, which yeah. was, I think, a horror anthology yeah. from memory. I think uh, Penny Marshall is probably the closest you've got yeah. to the Spielbergs and that. And you've got Nera, uh, Nera, uh, Nora Ephron as well, mm. but I suppose there's a lot of romantic comedies in there. And yeah. I'm going to... S- <laughs> Bless you. Sneeze. Bless you. Apologies. And I didn't know, oh my goodness, and I didn't know whether we wanted to do an entire episode on romantic comedies just yet. Um, but yeah, I always think of Silence of the Lambs with her. I, I love that film, but it's so it's freaking great, creepy. It is a great film. I always think of Panic Room as well. Um, not that that was a great film, it's just one that I, I regularly watched when it's, I was younger. It's funny that you should say that. I'm, I mentioned that the other day. I actually really love that movie, and I don't know if it's technically a good movie. Yeah, see, I love it, but I don't think it's a great film if you know what I mean like if you look at all the components of a great film uh-huh. they're not there but it's still entertaining oh, but some of the components are I mean like you know it's this little it's a s- small set there's not yeah. much going on and everything's happening in one area 
And plus it's got Forrest Whitaker in it as well. I just think mm. it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I, th- I think it's a little unbelievable, though. Like, she go- the panic room shouldn't fail in terms of – because the technology, like, she can't- they can't ring anyone. Yeah, I can't exactly remember what happened in that movie, but um, I, do in- I do remember enjoying it. And then, yeah, I remember Kristen Stewart was diabetic in it. So yeah, yeah. So she had to go out and get the insulin. Um, and yeah I just obviously they were in the panic room but all the phones were failing as well so they couldn't call out and then Kristen Stewart like had the the torch and she was found a little hole in the thing and she did the SOS sign. Yeah. I think that's how they got saved. Oh. But um, I, I don't know. I, I thought that film was really entertaining. Chicks being badass. Yes. And, um, but, you know, Silence of the Lambs, hands down, great film. Lewis, you're you're old enough to remember Bugsy Malone. Do you remember watching Bugsy, Bugsy Malone as you, you were younger? No. Oh, my no. Lord. This is a movie that's just features a whole lot of kids. Have you ever seen it? Mm, I, I can't say I have. Or I, no, I may I have, haven't. but it's a bunch of kids playing adults um, and it's set in like 1930s gangster period. So they're all playing like gangster type roles. Is that the, where Elf Elfer? Or is no. that no, that's Little Rascals. Oh, that's Little Rascals. <laughs> Man, I can't believe like Jodie Foster was born in 1962 and her first, her first actual TV, so first uh, role was in 1969. Yeah, she's been around for a long yeah. time. Like it's you know, she's got just amazing she roles was, that you go, oh yeah, like you know, she was in Nell with Liam Neeson. She yeah. was in the Doris Day show. That was a show she was on. The first show she yeah. was on was a Doris Day show. Yeah. So wow, it's pretty nuts, hey? Yeah. Like heaps of like those old kind of shows that you think, wow, that old. She was in she, that. Really? She was in Daniel Boone. Yeah. Maybury, oh my god, it's like yeah, Adam Twelve. That's just ridiculous. Like I, I had no idea she'd been acting since the sixties. And then of course you've got Taxi Driver, the very famous um, female. Uh, she was a prostitute in that, I think. I believe so. Yeah. What's that, Jodie Foster? I always thought it was another. Um... No. Are you thinking of Natalie Portman in The Professional? No, I'm thinking of um. The, uh, actually, it's the chick from um. Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. She won an. Was, did she get? Oh, Mira Salvino. Yeah. What was she in? Where she played? Uh, a my cousin Vinny. Yeah. Was she a prostitute in that? It was. Something... Or was she just someone who wore a short skirt? Maybe, but I know she was a very. There is a difference. <laughs> I'll have to find out, but that's who I keep thinking of. I think, but yeah, no, Jodie Foster was in Taxi Driver. Mm. Yeah. I haven't seen that for such a long time, and such I think I probably film. only watched it because it felt like I should watch it. Right. But um, I've never watched it. Yeah, one of those ones that like. You kind of, if you missed it at the era, mm, maybe harder mm. to catch up on it. She was also in the first Freaky Friday. Oh, yes. yes. Mm. I've seen that. I've seen that. It's good. It's kind of crazy. Like, the just going back, like, 1976, she had one, two, three, four, five titles come out. Wow. She was a busy young young lass. Yeah. And then she's recently done um, The Beaver in two- – well, it's not recently. It's 2011 with her old pal Mel Gibson. Yeah. And that was apparently a really good film. I never actually saw it, but I felt like it was quite sad. Well, he uh, used The Beaver yeah, to communicate, to communicate right? and mm. people made it out to be like that it was a bit of a joke, oh, but it was actually serious. his way of – you know, communicating and it was the only way he could communicate. Mm. Wow. um, Yeah, so she directed that. The recent one I remember that she directed was Money Monster with George Clooney and uh, Julia Roberts. Was Julia Roberts? 
Where yeah, yeah. She, he's a TV presenter, and um, I think Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad is in it. Oh, really? Perhaps, and he comes on, and he's like, in front of like live national TV, he's like, I want some money. I think it's Jack O'Connell. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. It is Jack O'Connell. It yeah. was after we saw um, Unbroken yeah. and he'd kind of rose to popularity. That, that was on telly the other night. Mm. And when I say the other night, I mean months ago. Do you know why I thought Aaron Paul? I don't know. But, yeah, no, Jack O'Connell. And, yeah, he's like. They've both got flared nostrils. I want some money. Flared nostrils. <laughs> yeah, they've got a bit of the flared what nostrils going on. odd quality to recognise in someone. I love what someone. you noticed about <laughs> them. They do. Look at both of them. Their nostrils are slightly flared. Uh, I'm going to be looking at everyone's nostrils from now on. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to have to cover mine. <gasps> That's why I have, a, like, a giant pop filter. <laughs> the road. The road thing. You're going to have to chuck this one in the wash. <laughs> been looking oh, my gosh. Again. No, because I was sitting at that one and I had a cold and now you're talking into it. Uh, right. I'm just going to get everyone sick. But anyway. It is what it is. You make me sick. <laughs> yeah, probably. Sorry about that. It does have Dominic West in it as well. I quite oh really? I quite like him, oh, Dominic West from The Wire, right? Um, he's been in lots of stuff. I know um the face more than like his body of work. Abby's getting annoyed because she isn't getting patted anymore. Sorry, uh, I can hear the clink, clink, clink of like her tail against oh, the was... um the the, the drink, glass, the yeah. glass, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Nell, of course. Yeah. I don't know if she um, directed that, but she definitely was a I producer think, of yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think she was a producer. Yeah. Um, it's been such a long time since I saw that. I, I loved that movie. Goodbye. I think when that came out, I think mum and dad had Foxtel, mm. and I remember watching it over and over and over and over oh, again. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was, like, pretty full on. The um other one that I remember from oh it's probably a little bit earlier than that was Contact. I think that probably came out in the late nineties. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And that was back when everything was very alien centric. Yeah. Funnily enough, she in the same year also did an episode of the X Files. Mm. She what? didn't. Act- she directed one. Uh, no, no, she acted in it. Uh, but Contact didn't have anything about did. aliens on it. Isn't Contact all about aliens? No, she was looking for her, her dad. Contact lens. <laughs> Uh, I love that you laugh with your tongue out. This is why she licks the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she can't help it. She has to stick her tongue out. She's like all excited. Sorry, guys. I didn't realize she was an episode of, of X Files. Maybe I just, how can I not remember that? I don't know. Maybe she what was, was. What was the episode? Uh, it was called. Because uh, Rachel will know it, yeah. <laughs> uh, where is it? 90. Seven. Oh, sorry. She's done too much stuff. It's, it gets. It is. Uh, I know. Uh, little man Tate home for the holidays. Never again. Never again. Oh, Never again was okay. The yeah, I do know that one, but it's one of the not very good ones. Oh damn. So her favorite film is The Deer Hunter. Have you guys seen that? Oh my god, that film is insane. I made the mistake of buying the director's cut and trying to get Chris to watch it because I'd seen the non-director's cut, like the normal length version and he was getting so bored because there's so much extra stuff before they actually get to Vietnam yeah and we never even got to Vietnam when we watched it with Chris because he's just like I'm so bored and I'm like but really? it's such a great movie that Russian roulette scene oh my god is so uncomfortable uh-huh when you watch it like it's kind of worth watching the entire film just for that and it's got like that's one of the first movies for people like Kristen Christopher Walken and yeah. Meryl Streep, oh. and it's it's a full on movie. It's intense. Have you guys seen it? No, I haven't. It's one of the ones that 
I guess I never watched because it sounded like it was going to be a bit freaky, a bit scary. Yeah. But it sounds like it's not – I think I get it confused as well with um, – I think it's a Scorsese film. Yeah. It is, yeah. I, um, I went through a phase where I felt like I needed to watch all of the classics uh, because I was working at a video store. I thought, well, I'll just get them out. I had slowly, access to them, yeah. Yeah, I'll slowly work through them. And, and that's where I would have watched Taxi Driver for the first time and, you know, all of those old classics that everyone talks about. And I feel like, oh, I feel like I need the education. Never did get to The Godfather, though. No. No. Oh, Great movie. Do you know what? I don't I think know all the in-jokes about the horse's head and stuff. In jokes, I'm in sure. jokes about the horse's head. Oh, <laughs> well, um, yeah. That was just a bit of a joke, wasn't it? Yeah, you wake up with a horse's head next to you. <laughs> and suddenly, Italian gangsters have got some English accent going I know, on. I don't know why that was. So, just to clarify, sorry, the Deer Hunter wasn't a Scorsese oh, film. It was oh. uh, Michael Accimino. Oh, we're so educated. Sorry, guys. Um, but ta- I like Taxi Driver. I went through a phase too, and there's that film with El Pacino in it as well. Um, Oh, that's, that's Robert De Niro. Oh, Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah, that one. I, I watched that. I that like was a phenomenal that. film that, of its I time. I like that film. It's good. Um, Have you guys seen that? No? Now no, we're on a tangent. It feels so uneducated today. Uh, so um, he robs a bank because he needs to get money to help his um, boyfriend transition from male to female. No way. So it was quite groundbreaking Yeah, at for the, time. the age, yeah. And it was also loosely based on a true event. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, so good. It's a really good film. I was just trying to find out what year it came out because... I'm going to say 77 because a lot of cool movies came out in 77 The and 70s were a great, great time for film. We should do a tangent on... I feel like we've totally 70s. got off topic from Jodie Foster. Sorry, oh, Jodie no, Jody Foster. Um, Jodie, you led us here for good reason, perhaps. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, God. He's been in so many films, I can't even find... Uh, Why don't you just type in a Dog Day Afternoon? I should. <laughs> That'd be the easy way to I do just, it. Oh, don't be silly. I went straight to Is it our... a Dog Day Afternoon or is it just Dog Day Afternoon? Uh, dog Day Afternoon. So, we've got... Oh, of course. It is a um, Sydney... 75. Lummet 75. Film. Yeah. Um, um, who so, Jodie Foster wasn't in Deer Hunter then? No. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, well, I, was, I was confused. I was... Uh, she marks that as her favourite film. Ah, right, okay. For so, good reason. It's interesting that she's worked with Mel Gibson quite a bit because yeah. she seems like she's quite a nice person. <laughs> and I feel like I've heard that she's difficult to work with, but that oh, really? could be anybody. I could have misheard that. Yeah, yeah. She does seem nice, though, doesn't she? Yeah, oh. there's something that seems quite nice about her and I'm, I'm very confused as to... Because from what I understand, Mel Gibson might not be the easiest person in the world. I feel like um, they had quite a good friendship and there is even discussion that he may have been the father for her two children because she never revealed, um, you know, because she's not married. I believe she's a lesbian. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think she is in a Um, relationship with a woman. So she's got two kids Mm. and she won't reveal who the father is, So, which is fine. I mean... I don't need to know it your doesn't business. Doesn't matter. Yeah. No, exactly. But the the tabloids, you know, they oh, like yeah, all they that need to know. Yeah. And so one of the things they were spinning at the time was Mel Gibson was was the father. She just went to a sperm bank and just got random. Uh, possibly. Like, but you know, the 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 uh, tabloids are often not right. I believe uh, Jennifer Aniston might be pregnant, guys. Eighty <laughs> fifth time. <laughs> I was um, listening to Graham Norton, and um, he had um, Emma. Bunton, is it? Baby Spice? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, 
are you married now? And she's like, no, I'm engaged. And he's like, oh, congratulations. And she's like, I've been engaged for the last eight years. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, but you're getting married soon. You must have set a date or something. So there's something in the paper the other day. She's like, no, that's just the papers. That's yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. So, I mean, who has photos? Who's engaged for eight years, though? Do you really want to get married? Well, no, I, don't, I think that's the thing. Like, She's got a couple of kids with the guy. She's been with the uh, guy for like, you know, decades yeah. and you know it's just like one of those things that I, they're just quite happy not doing it just to have the ring well, yeah. I, just want, I just want a bit bling well the, bit bling, bling. The, 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 the ring like the engagement ring is always the better ring anyway than the actual wedding ring it is so it's kind of like the you, save, you get you get engaged and then you just save yourself a bundle of money for not having the actual wedding not yeah. having the actual wedding. Yeah. Why are we all doing these these Cockney accents at the moment? Oh, I don't know. We've been watching on television. That's probably led us down that path. Do you know what they, they're talking about that and uh, like celebrities and and that sort of thing? Recently, in the in the newspapers, Matt Damon and Chris Hemsworth were holidaying with their families up north in WA. Yeah. Mm. And there was all this stuff. Here's the beach where you can find them. It's like, no, leave them alone. You know, these people are just trying to be on holidays, mm. enjoy themselves. Why? That, that, that's the thing. Is why? Why? Because that's how those newspapers make money. Yeah. That's the whole point. Somebody it's buys ridiculous. them. A lot of people buy them. I don't know why you would buy things like. I, I won't drop names, I guess, but the papers that have the same story over and over again, like Nicole Kidman and. And Keith Urban getting divorced, and a source you know, told them. Oh uh, yeah, a yeah. Source. And then you mm. read Close it. To like, them. Close tomato to them. or barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what kind of. <laughs> Sorry. It, a it is just a little bit ridiculous. Close to Nicole. Nicole's best friend said something. Yeah. Um, it's but people keep buying them. Yeah, it's interesting. We're talking about the media because there's a film I saw a couple of weekends ago called Hotel Mumbai. I haven't officially reviewed it on unscripted, but the media played a huge role. Yeah. Um, in a particular aspect of that film, which I don't know if I should go into. To, but because um, the film's not out, so well, maybe, uh, I won't. maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. By this time, it probably will be out. Um, well, the thing is, it's based on a true event anyway, so yeah. it's not like I'm making anything up. But there was a particular part in the Taj Hotel where uh, some people were hiding, mm. and someone rang through to the police to say, um, we're hiding here, we're going to be out soon, and that got leaked. And then no. people who were officiating the terrorists contacted the terrorists and said, oh, they're actually in the basement, like, go down there. So the media reported something that they shouldn't have, which led the terrorists somewhere it's, and resulted in more more death. It's interesting that you mentioned that because with the Lint uh, Cafe yeah. thing that happened in Sydney a few years ago, um the media was obviously reporting on how many people had escaped yeah. and the people who were there hearing the news had mm. to try and convince um, the ter- the guy, I don't know what to call him, he wasn't really a terrorist, he was just a bit mon- mentally unstable I think, mm. um, that no, 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 um, only three people have escaped, not five people or whatever it was. So, you know, the media has to be careful about what they say Absolutely. during times like that. Yeah. But yeah. And I don't know if they're getting better or whether they it's just all don't realise the repercussions of what they're saying. It's all about breaking news. We need to be the first to break news. But yeah. you've got to remember it's people's lives sometimes that matter. Like, and, yeah, and with the 24-hour news cycle, oh, everything, ridiculous. everyone wants to be the first person to announce everything. Yeah. And it's then they announce ridiculous. the wrong things and, and have to correct it. But they don't care about the things that they announced that were incorrect. They, yeah. you know, they never address when they're wrong. Mm. Interesting that uh, the George Pell thing, that when he got convicted back in December of 2018, 
but they there was a gag order on all media yeah. within Australia. So they couldn't report on it here in Australia. Why at all. was that though? Well, it was because there was uh, other like parts of the trial that were still ongoing. Oh, and they didn't oh, want yeah. to prejudice that part of the case. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I won't go into the Michael Jackson documentary that I've just watched. Oh, you did watch it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's it, not. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah, I won't because I've been on the socials um, and people have been saying interesting stuff and it's like, oh, well, I don't feel like arguing with you today. <laughs> so I won't go there. Oh, no. <laughs> Jodie Foster! Yeah. <laughs> um, what else about Jodie Foster? She's, I don't know, she seems like an interesting person. So I guess that's why I was like kind of curious about the whole Mel Gibson thing because – like, she worked with him in Maverick. I actually mm. quite enjoyed that movie. It was good fun. I haven't seen that for a really long time, but it mm. was quite big when it came out. But when I think of Maverick, it always makes me think of The Quick and the Dead, which had oh. Sharon Stone in it. I never saw that one. Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm trying to think who else was in it. Quite a big cast for its time. I think what I appreciate about Jodie Foster is that she does – she's relatively quiet, so she keeps her private life private, mm-hmm. and – I don't need to know everyone's private life. Just just make a good movie. That's what I care about. I don't really need to know, um, you know, who people have, are going out with and all that kind of rubbish. And I think that's why I appreciate her because she just does her job. Yeah. Mm. And she seems to do quite discerning roles. Like, Oh, sorry, she's quite discerning with the roles that she takes. So mm. I quite like that when you've got an actor that you go – oh, it's a Jodie Foster movie, I'll go see it because it'll be good. Yeah, because she doesn't just pump them out. Yeah. It's not and like, oh, it's another Taken 3. I wonder what Liam Neeson will be like in that yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's Taken on a Train. No offence, Liam. But well, it's kind of true. Yeah. A little offence. A little offence. Um, but I think that that's quite good when you've got actors out there that you mm. can go, oh, well, it's – one of their movies, it'll be good. Same with directors, yeah. you know, I think yeah. you can get the same thing there. So it's kind of like that reliability. Yeah. I think that that's you good. know they're going to make a good choice, that they're not just going to pick anything. Yeah, that they're, they're selective. And so if they're in yeah. it, they're in it for a reason. And she was only 14 when she played a prostitute in Taxi yeah. Driver mm. and she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. Um, she didn't win that, but she did win our Academy Award for Best Actress for The Accused in 88 and then again in 91 for Silence of the Lambs. So, she, yeah, and that's pretty phenomenal. Silence of the Lambs, I think, was one of the only kind of horror, horror. thriller things that have earned all of those Oscar nominations. It was quite big for its time because it was, you know, you don't have that. It's, That's it. Is it a horror movie? It's more of a thriller, isn't it? Thriller, yeah, I think yeah. it's a thriller. Some of the scenes are horrifying. It's pretty though. horrific. I mean, Anthony Hopkins is pretty horrific in that. Put film. the lotion on. Put the lotion on or else you get the hose again. I think that's what it is. Put the lotion on the skin. Who sang that song? Oh, I don't know, but I always remember the other song that gets played, something the horses or something or other, oh. where the dude's like he's done the tuck and he's wearing his like, you know, his little robe and he's dancing around with the little the tuck you know what i mean by the tuck please don't yeah, let i me know explain. what you mean i'm just like trying to work out is this a film clip for a music video no 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 this is in silence of the lambs oh he's so got- i've never seen it oh i'm pretty sure that uh, jason don't Mews, do scary uh, i'm pretty sure jason Mews that's did, true uh that uh like a, a spoof of that in uh clerks 2 yeah uh, yeah oh yeah i think you might be right yeah oh, Lord. i think a lot of people have spoofed that movie yeah. oh it's so well known and recognized as well um but it's scary as 
Anthony Hopkins is just oh. so creepy. It's not just that. It's the scene where she goes into the house and it's all dark, like down in the basement yeah. where she goes out, and he's got like the night vision on <gasps> and you can see her reacting to the noises yeah. and she looks petrified. It still holds up as oh, well. Oh, yeah, it, it really does. It holds up so well, that film. And like the classic line at the end when he's on the phone, oh, what does he I'm say? having a friend for dinner. That's right. And he watches oh. the, yeah, the old police guard or whatever it yeah. was coming out of, of the boat. There's something like, so oh, yeah. freaky about, and the whole, what's the father bean thing? The father bean. Father bean. Yeah. Father, oh, yeah. Oh. With father beans and a nice Chianti. Yes, that's that. Yeah, and then he does the Someone did that to me the other day. They walked up behind me and I was like, don't. Did you punch do. them? I wanted to. I was like, that is like the one thing that you just don't do is that. Like, <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> I have, like, my bound. I don't have many boundaries, but that's one of them. <laughs> um, But no, that film holds up. And yeah, oh, there's something about cannibals. It's so freaky. It, it like, is pretty gross. Oh, just, oh. I was. I, that I, episode of um uh, the IT crowd. I love yeah. that episode. <laughs> oh, because I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant you <laughs> someone to cook with or whatever he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, but you wanted to cook using me. <laughs> this is like, oh, God. And then they just want to watch the DVD. So then yeah. boy goes back over the next. <laughs> that is so good. I, I heard this on the radio yesterday. Uh, I don't know if they were talking about gross things about dogs or something like that. This guy said he was using an ankle grinder and he cut himself. An ankle grinder or an angle grinder? Angle grinder, sorry, angle grinder. <laughs> because well, an ankle grinder, you sh- yeah, that sounds not well, good. Well, to be fair, he did slice off some of his skin. And I'm not sure whether it was like actual flesh and muscle. He sliced off his, I don't know if it was his arm or it was his ankle. Did he eat it? It might have been his ankle, oh. but uh, no, he didn't. Oh. He didn't. Oh. But his dog did? His Jack Russell, before he had a chance, has, like grab it. Oh. Jack also came in and then he ended oh, up. Oh, so he lost an appendage. Not, not it was like a was bit a of muscle, chunk, of skin. Ch- chunk out of his arm, like, okay. something like that. And the dog, and the dog ate dog, it. The Jack Russell came and ate it. Oh. And I was like, how do you live with that dog from that point forward, knowing that it's eaten a part of you? Yeah, because like if you, you fall over, if you fall <laughs> no. over and like die, you know the dog is definitely eating you because he's already <laughs> tasted already you. got taste for you. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna finish that. He's like walking around, going, mm, bit hungry. Or like he licks his lips, licks his lips, like just like. Like staring yeah. at him, or like just looks at him weird. I don't think I could live with my dog if that happened. I'd be like, "What are you watching me there, for? What are you going to eat me at night?" Like, <laughs> there's a story of a guy who had his foot amputated, and he took it home and he cooked it, and um, because he said, "Well, what other opportunity do I have to that's taste human flesh?" No, so that's he just, took it home, uh, that's and he cooked up. it, and he and his friends ate it. No, nah. no, nah, that's. But what mentally. if you're having a foot amputated? Surely they wouldn't. Wouldn't they? It? Wouldn't let. They're not supposed to for bio biohazard. So I don't know. He must have had a weird doctor, or he took it without them. <laughs> or it could just be one of those fake news things. Yeah, that I'd Trump say fake news. Telling us about because I wanted <laughs> to keep my infuser port. I wanted to keep it in a jar because I thought that'd be really cool. But um, they wouldn't let me. Yeah, oh. they said no. We have to send it off and get it tested, like for microbes and stuff like that, and oh, really? then it'll be destroyed. I'm like, well, that's a bit freaking boring, isn't it? Yeah. I thought it'd been really cool. No. But, yeah. <laughs> well, some people yeah. keep. Oh. My, I've, I've got some friends that who are mums, and I hope oh, they don't listen to this, but placentas. there was some placenta talk at the last conversation catch-up that we had, <sighs> and I had to really – like, I think some of them had don't it judge, encapsulated. Don't judge, don't judge. I don't think – I, I think it's – okay, if you're going to encapsulate it, 
Like you get it like ground down and then you have it as a pill. So you're not actually cooking it or eating it or anything. Oh, so the whole idea is that you still eat it. Well, you can encapsulate it as like a pill and just have the pill. Or you can cook it or some people put put it in a smoothie. Um, Another one of my friends did something. Necklace? Made a necklace? No, no. (laughs) I was thinking. She, She planted it in the ground and let something grow. Which I thought was not a bad idea, but, you know, I probably still like, I think they asked me at the hospital, would you like to keep your placenta? And I'm like, no, no, it's done its job. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I can but, imagine you uh, saying it exactly like that as well. <laughs> but also like, you know, Bryce's little belly button thing fell off mm. and we kept it in a little baggie for a while. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think I want to keep this. Do we need to keep this? And Chris is like, no, no, we don't need to keep this. So we got rid of it because. Uh. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> that, that is weird. But like people keep their kids' teeth. I know someone, one of my friends, I love you, darling, I do, but she just threw them out, I think. She had all of her kids' teeth when they fell out. Just make a nice necklace. <laughs> it just is creepy as fuck. It I really mean, obviously, is. the, the, it's like first the toenail tooth fairy <laughs> obviously wasn't doing their job because, you know, her, the mum's got them. Yeah, one day that kid will, like, rock up and I find know, all his teeth. Find it. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? That's, oh, that reminds me of um, sharp objects. <laughs> oh, God. What am I going to do with Bryce's teeth when they come out? I don't want to play the, the tooth fairy. Gross. Because it's a human bit. You just throw. You just give them the money. Throw it in the bin. Throw in the bin. <laughs> See, I can understand why people keep them then because you're, like, you're throwing a piece of your child in the bin. <laughs> what does it mean? I don't know. Um, it's all too complicated. Oh, Maybe I'll build a house, at, like a playhouse, yes, and put no. it down. But there's, there'll only be like 12. Oh, yeah. You know, that's not many. I'll just have to go and kill some people. <laughs> oh, See, this is why people become freaking psychopaths. Because <laughs> they start collecting their children's yeah. teeth. <laughs> it's like a sharp anything, object. Like, if your body doesn't need it anymore, neither do you. So just throw it. No, don't get too attached to things. Just like throw some it away. Some people take home their appendixes and stuff. I'm sure they do. Not anymore, I don't think. No? No. Because no. it's weird. Because if it's been taken out, it's yeah, usually infected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just they it, chuck, it? yeah, they chuck it yeah. in the incinerator. That's why I'm so so surprised that people could take their placentas with them. It's kind of yeah. like, surely you could take the baby, but just leave the placenta. Yeah, they kind of like open up the rules a bit with motherhood, I think. Uh, yeah, sure. And because it's like long-standing traditions of people consuming them and stuff. I, That's so yeah, gross. See, I do understand why there's a lot of nutrients in them. I do get that, but it's also but been like filtering I can also out all the make crap. myself a green smoothie. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, this is true. It's also also been filtering out a lot of stuff so yeah yeah it's not for me each to their own and if my mummies are listening i am not judging you at all because you are stronger than i because you are willing to do that but i am just not yeah it's just i'm just too squirmy <sighs> i don't even like popping pimples remember oh, man. oh yeah <laughs> and yet you bring it up and i know episode. i'm sorry yeah we had a few comments i think on you're that. pop curious <laughs> 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 Dig down, there's a popper in you. Oh, <laughs> it's time, you can't stop. Oh, Lord. Oh, dear. oh no. Um, I was just like, because obviously, you know, hit the old IMDb mm. when you're doing these sorts of things. And I thought it was really interesting that, can you remember the movie, um, it was Michael Douglas and Sean Penn? Um, the game, I think it might have been. I was just going to say the game. That is an awesome film, the ending. Apparently, Sean Penn's role was actually supposed to be a woman and she was cast. Oh, and 
then Michael Douglas, I don't want to misquote it, so I actually want to find. <laughs> <laughs> he did not want I've to have it. the lady. No, 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 no. Um, so it was originally, sorry, it was originally written as a female character um, with Foster in mind. I don't know whether she was actually cast. Um, then uh, Douglas um, wanted the female character to be changed to his sister. And um, she thought that she was too young to play a sister because the role was obviously going to be his daughter. Yeah. Um, so she pulled out of the project. Oh. So I think that's a bit of a um, bit of a bummer. Uh, and as we talk about uh, roles that were meant to be one sex and became another, mm. the Night Watchman. You've got the um, the role that was meant to be male but ended up being um, Olivia Coleman came in and she was pregnant when she played the role as well. So yeah. You know, times are changing. Mix it up, people. Mix it well, up. Well, and they Ma- didn't even change any of the 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 words that she was saying either, like the the dialogue. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the, the speaky bits. Yep, yep. Um, and you know, we've had recently, you know, where roles that would normally be, um, you know, with set characters, um, particularly in Marvel, mm. um, you know, they've been played by females or been. been being played by males, mm. I think that people are becoming a lot more easygoing with like traditions with yeah. um, gender. I think it's really cool and race as well. Like, oh yeah, it's about time we start mixing things up. So it's so it's pretty good. Do you know I heard that uh, in uh, Skyfall, the James Bond movie, the when he goes to his parents' house and he sees the old you know old dude, old game gamekeeper. I can't remember. It was a guy who died recently. I can't remember his name. Uh, but that was a post. That was supposed to be Sean Connery. Oh. And that place was supposed to be the place where 007s go to die, and then that would have oh. set up the whole thing that oh. that uh, 007 and James Bond is not actually like a person. It's a designation. Oh. And so that's why over the years James Bond has been different people. Is that makes so much sense. It is a different person. That's but cool. you would like I assumed that anyway. But yes, it changes. But but I suppose it makes more sense if you say it properly. But he's always called just... James Bond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, but that's a designation, James Bond, 007. But that, uh. that could open it up to it, James Bond being a female or, true, a, yeah. a, you know, another ethnicity. Like, yeah, yeah, the exactly. female that's version of James? Jane. Jane. Boy, just Jamie. Oh, just Jamie, Jamie Bond. Yeah. 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 Um, or yeah, ethnicity. You could have an Asian black actor. It couldn't. You could literally have anybody like yeah. Idris Elba. Mm. <laughs> oh, that'd yeah. be brilliant. So, I think but, we've all been suggesting it for many years. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, I mean, they've, they've already done that with Doctor Who because mm, Doctor yeah. Who's been a man forever. Yeah. And now uh, Jodie Whittaker is finally. Is she killing it? She's. I think she's doing a good. I think she's doing a good job. I think that the scripts must be. I think they sort of hamstring her a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think Chris Chibnall is not the right showrunner, mm. but I think Jodie Whittaker is the great Doctor Who. I love her so much. I've loved like I don't watch Doctor Who, but I've loved Jodie Whittaker for a really long time. She's done little little things here and there, or not little things, but she's done lots of stuff. If you watch UK stuff, so. yeah, we, we were watching this. The uh, we're watching Orville on uh, SBS here in Australia, uh, and the they have these adverts come up during the show, and one of them is an advert where she plays a, a doctor called Doctor Sutton, and <laughs> she's not actually a doctor. And one of the lines is, "I'm not actually a doctor. I don't know what I'm doing." And yeah, it's like, an interesting thing. I must work out what it's all about. Yeah, 
But it's just so weird seeing the person who plays the doctor saying, I'm, I'm not, not a doctor, a doctor. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a real doctor. That's yeah. interesting. Oh, is it for another TV series yeah, yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. What's it called? Um, I can't remember. Ah, oh, damn. Not, not a good enough advert if I didn't get it. I'll have to yeah, th- think about that because I will probably figure it out. I've seen a lot of his stuff, mm. obviously, Broadchurch. Um, but anyway, shall we wrap things up for another day? Yeah, I think that we probably should. Um, but, yeah, I'd be looking forward to more of Jodie Foster's movies as she gets yep. um, more into the directing side of things. I think it's going to be really interesting. I, would, I definitely want some more. All right. Where can people find us if they want to find us? Well, if you want to find out more about Unscripted the Film Show, you can go to thegentlemanofpopculture.com, which will give you links to all of our podcasts on the network, which include uh, Diz Down Under, which is Kat and myself uh, talking about Disney on a weekly basis, uh, and also Unscripted the Film Show, where you can join myself and Cecilia and Rachel and Arda talking about movies that are coming out. Uh, and uh, for, for those of you wondering, uh, Diz Down Under and Unscripted the Film Show are family-friendly, so there's no swearing, uh, and the film the show that you're listening to right now I think you would have figured out uh, is not actually fa- uh, like family friendly in that unless you can... your family's like 19 years old yeah if your yeah, family no, likes exactly. it, if your older family's fine yeah then that's all good or 10 good. I learned swear words back then yeah so it's a uh, d- d- depends on what sort of family you got as to whether this is no, a family we, friendly yeah, show we're not judging no no but uh, yeah so that is it for un- uh, that is it for Tangent City this week <laughs> <laughs> almost got uh, you out and uh, we will catch you guys next time bye bye, bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.